This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1232. Family matters for these IELTS speaking questions. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. The topic of family comes up often on IELTS speaking, and you must be prepared with topic-specific vocab and ideas. Listen in today for sample part two and part three answers to these common IELTS questions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aubrey, do you remember a show from the 90s called Family Matters? I sure do. With Urkel, he was the funniest. He's like the quintessential nerd with the glasses. He was so adorable. And the red suspenders yeah. and like he was like High tall pants. and skinny and like hunched over. Totally. Oh, so that was a great show. Why am I asking you about this weird uh, TGIF 1990s sitcom? <laughs> right. We're talking about families today because this topic comes up on IELTS speaking all the time. Oof, all you the need time. to be prepared to talk about your own family, to talk about other families. You need high level topic specific vocabulary. So we're going to give you some sample answers today. I love the sample answer episodes. Um, and guys, remember that these ideas are also important to think about regarding writing task two, because there's questions about, you know, the best thing for children to do in school and testing and punishment and um, healthy family structures. And I mean, all of these ideas are important to think about. So let's get into it. Aubrey's going to do a part two, getting out my pen and paper now so I nice. can take notes on her amazing answer. Um, and then I will answer some part three questions all focused on family. Remember guys on your test, you will also um, have a part two and part three connected, right? They're always about the same topic in this case, family. So Aubrey, I would like you to describe a family, you know, well, I'm actually really excited to share a little bit about this little family that I was friends with in New York City. I haven't seen them in a while, and I'm terrible at keeping in touch with people. Lots of my friends will go months, years without hearing from me, but there's no love lost when we talk again. It's like we've chatted, you know, recently, so that's good at least. And this friend I hadn't seen or chatted with in probably three years. And out of the blue, she texted me and I was really excited to catch up. So they're very top of mind for me right now. Um, she has three little kids now and she lives in New York City. So super, super busy. He works in finance something. I don't, not Wall Street, but for some kind of corporate 
fancy firm. And so he's busy, gone all the time. So it's sort of on her, all of the child rearing. But I actually met her in Montreal when I lived in Canada. She was from there originally. And then we both ended up in New York a few years ago. So that was a very fun little coincidence that we both just happened to be there. And we got in touch again and we spent a lot of time together about 10 years ago when I lived in New York, we would get together. She didn't have kids yet at the time, but I had a couple of little kids would meet at the park. We would go for dinner with her husband and my husband, and they both were very funny. Like they both had an amazing sense of humor. So I'm sure now their children are also taking after them, getting like really funny and funny senses of humor. Um, she, he was like the typical dad jokes type of dad, but she was just like very witty, always with really witty, clever things to say, right? Like I could imagine her writing ads for the New Yorker. And so now I want to go and visit her sometime soon. I'm planning on heading back to New York as soon as I can, preferably not in the winter because it's horribly cold there in the winter. Maybe Thank like in the you. Fall. Thank you. Okay. That, that was felt awesome. like 10 minutes. Was that really two minutes? <laughs> yeah. You guys part two just feels like forever. You know, if you've taken the IELTS exam. <laughs> so, um, okay. That was, this is such a fantastic model answer um for our students to learn a lot from like i could um tell when you felt like it was a long time what else can i say you had to transition and expand so i'm gonna i'm gonna point out to you guys how aubrey did that um because this is such a great example of a question that seems easy it seems like yeah, dude, I could like describe people I know for two minutes. That is not hard. Um, but in reality, when you start to do it, it can feel like a long time. Yeah. And also keep in mind two things. Aubrey didn't plan. She didn't take That's notes true. before this like you get to do on the exam, right? Because we never do. Um, and two, Aubrey speaks quickly as, as a native, even for a native. So I think like, I think, Aubrey, if you had slowed down, that would have been For like sure. five minutes. You know what I mean? Totally. Yes, <laughs> it's true. I said five minutes worth of information totally. in minutes. Totally. <laughs> so let's highlight a few things. There are three things I want you guys to go back and listen for. One, intonation. Two, idioms. And three, how to expand. So for the first one, the intonation. At the beginning, from the get-go, which is an awesome idiom, from the get-go means right at the start, you're like, oh, I am actually really excited. So guys, great strategy. First sentence you say needs to be how you feel about the topic and put as much intonation in there as you can because you're describing feelings. Those are the best sentences to show in your voice. Um, and then you were like, I'm terrible at keeping in touch. So all like focusing on these adjectives about feelings. All right. Vocabulary. No love lost. Um, mm -hmm. It's just like, you know what? Some some bad things happened. Some people may not may not like these things, but we still love each other and that's fine. Or like other people might get mad, but we don't get mad. We love each other. Right. So it's like, totally. you know, she doesn't keep in touch. My she's kind of a flake. I always show up late, but there's no love lost. So it's like we don't care. Um, out of the blue is like suddenly and unexpectedly out of nowhere. So that's a great idiom. 
top of mind. If you're trying to explain why this is the first thing you're thinking of or why this is in your brain right now, because we're adults, there's so many things. I'll be like, I just saw this picture. That's why this person is top of mind or, you know, whatever the reason is. So do listen for those vocal those um, idioms, guys. And okay, third point, how do we keep talking when it's hard? Around one minute 15, you're, I could see what's happening. You guys watch on the video, you're probably seeing me like. (laughs) Seriously, because like we, as teachers, we can empathetically know what's happening in a student's brain as well, right? So around a minute 15, you're like, that's everything I have to say about their family. Where do I go? And that's when you transition to memories of them before they had children. And that was such a fantastic way to go, right? So it's like I've described, I've tackled this card completely. Now let's think of a past and a future. So first you went to the past, like what were they like before the situation? And then at the end, you started to transition to the future and you're like, I want to visit them soon. This is what we would do. So always remember like before and after, these are always two ways that you could expand on your answer. So that was a lot of feedback. Uh, ultimately I'm applauding. It's funny. I love, I love that you're ultimately applauding, but as I, um, as right when I was finishing up, I'm like, I should have told a story. Like you guys have heard us talk about that on this podcast all the time how much easier would it have been for me to fill that two minutes telling one of the multitude of stories that I have with this friend yeah, or her totally. family? Like I kind of surface level saying we would meet them for dinner. Did it like yeah. take one funny story of something that happened with us? And that would have given me such a great chance for intonation, vocabulary and to fill time. There's a reason we give you guys that advice. Why don't I take my own advice? I don't know. <laughs> You know, we, uh, that happens Gotta in a lot of it. areas of life, but <laughs> seriously, <laughs> I'm so good at giving advice to other people. Um, right. but yeah. Okay. So this is a great, um, proof. This is a great, yes. um, ev- this is great evidence here because yes, Aubrey still got a nine, of course. Um, but it wasn't easy right. and it would have been easier if she had told a story. Right. Yeah. And you made a good point. You guys will have that one minute to plan because I didn't take that minute. Maybe I would have. Okay. What story can I tell? Right. What details? Maybe I should describe them physically, which I didn't do at all. So that minute, (laughs) it's, you know, just kind of goes to show you should make the most of that minute and think what, what are things that I can share that are really going to boost my score? Totally. Totally. All right. Thanks for listening today. And remember, you can find this episode on YouTube as well if you want to watch the video. We're also on social media. Wherever you find your social media, look for All Ears English to learn vocabulary, idioms, and get lots of great English learning tips. Let's dive into these part three questions for you, Jess. Okay, you ready? I haven't looked at these at all. So, okay, great. No, no preparation for you, which is... Accurate for part three. You don't usually get preparation. So this is perfect. All right. (laughs) How has the size of the family changed in the last few decades in your country? Mm, In the last few decades. Wow. I feel like we have to go further back in history to really see any marked change in family size. Um, In the 1950s and 1960s, it was definitely more common to have three or more children. And that was really 
the accepted family size. It would have been rare to have fewer than that. Um, and I, this is just like armchair expert sort of prediction here. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but I believe the seventies when, um, access to birth control got more, um, open, to women, family planning size became something that we could control. And also, um, with the economic changes of the 80s demanding that you we need more money, we can't afford houses anymore, we can't afford a house as soon as we graduate from college and have five kids, um, I think that also, of course, demanded that we have fewer children. Um, Thank you. Uh-huh. To cut you off. I feel like that's about the right amount of time. I know we're trying to do better at like, oh, the examiners are cracking down on the amount of time for these, right? I'm so glad you stopped me. Okay. That was so impressive. Well done. I know you asked which I wanted to do and I had seen the part three questions. I'm like, you take part three. These are tricky. I love the way you answered that because I think you could legitimately say in the United States, not much has changed as far as family size in the last few decades. So you answered that really well to say, Honestly, I feel like you have to go back a few more decades to notice a change there, right? And I loved the vocabulary, marked change. You'll also hear natives pronounce this marked change. Both are correct for that word. For some words, there are multiple pronunciations there, both accurate. And then the vocab armchair expert. You guys definitely want to use this. I feel like you could sneak it into lots of different answers just to to admit that you're not an expert, right? You're just kind of saying stuff based on your experience, what you've seen and read. We are all armchair experts. Imagine yourself in your armchair watching TV, becoming an expert on whatever, right? It's also so this- a cool podcast, Armchair oh, Expert with yes, Dax, Dax Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought of when I said that. Oh, like I had to, I had to double check myself in my brain real fast. Cause I was like, that's not just the name of a podcast. Like that is an actual saying. Oh, totally. Cause it's been <laughs> taken over by the podcast. Yes. Right. It's a great noun, a great idiomatic noun. You guys can use call yourselves an armchair expert or someone else. If you are talking about someone who shares all this expertise as if they know what they're talking about. And you can say they're basically just an armchair expert though. They're right. not exactly a scientist, right? Yep. Really good vocab. And then the intonation was so impressive when you were talking about what people can't afford. You were like, they can't afford houses and they can't afford this. Go back and listen to that, guys. This is that native level intonation we're talking about where you can hear Jessica's emotion. You feel like and hear that she feels passionately about this. And that's what you want. Avoid monotone. Let your emotion and your feelings show in your intonation. Even in part three, right? Yes. It is wild to think about, though. Um, I really, really want to hear from you guys listening. Um, pretend this is a part three question for you. How would you answer? I want to hear your answer describing your own societal changes in your country. Um, I guess the best place to reach us would be, let's do a social post, guys. So Ooh, follow us on Instagram. I'm making a note right now. 1232 Insta. Um, Follow us on Instagram, All Ears English. We're easy to find. And either Aubrey or I would do a post on this. And I really want to hear how you guys would answer this question because, I mean... It would be different in every country, in every culture. Absolutely. Think about the economy. Think about religion. Think about, I mean, access to healthcare, birth control, um, laws, the government controlling family size. 
Uh, there's just so many aspects that I'm curious about. Yes, yeah, same, right? So you can find this on YouTube, this episode, leave a comment there, or like oh, right, Jessica said. True. We'll also <laughs> definitely post on social media. If you guys aren't following us on social media, we're always sharing vocabulary, idioms, IELTS advice as well. You want to make sure you're following us there for great vocab that we share and to comment when we post about this because we would love to hear. We want that community. We love it's podcasting. The one downside is we can't talk to you guys and we want <laughs> to be able to talk to you. We want to hear from you hear your opinions and so yeah interact with us on social media guys come on please <laughs> no yeah please. that was a great idea definitely go to IELTS Energy TV on YouTube hit subscribe leave a comment on this episode and then um, follow us on all the socials you guys we're on all the socials all ears English all right awesome Aubrey thanks this was really fun it was fun I love that boss it had been a while for some yeah. sample answers. So I'm glad bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Avi, have a good day. You too. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.